0: Hello everyone and welcome to Disney WTF where we talk about what's the fuss about Disney. I'm Richie and I'm here with my partner in Good Deeds, Lori, and she's a Disney lover and I just don't get it, but somehow we figured out a way to make this to make this relationship work. We're leaving that one in, I'm not doing another one.
1: Okay, that's good. <laughs> <laughs> Alright. Alright, cool. Headlines. So First thing we're going to do is some Disney headlines. So, kind of to go off of what our last episode was, our trip report, we went to Animal Kingdom and saw Pandora, the world of Avatar, for the first time, and we saw a lot of the mechanical banshees that people are wearing on their shoulder.
0: Yes. Well,
1: apparently, they're sold out, and Disney says that they're not going to get them in for weeks.
0: Really? Yeah. So, they're like a collector's item right now. (laughs) It's hot on... Like it's like you can probably get one right now for like a hundred bucks probably on eBay because it's sold out
1: That was a missed opportunity. We should have just I know, rocked up. <laughs> we
0: bought five and sold sold a, sold a bunch
1: <laughs> Yeah, so and we didn't know at when we were walking around the park what they did, but apparently the wings move they make noises Yeah, and you control it off of a little remote It comes in ten assorted colors like the
0: next one is gonna be a drone for sure it's gonna be a drone that's gonna land on your shoulder. <laughs> That'd be really cool. A banshee drone. Yeah. <laughs> that
1: would be pretty cool yeah. actually if you can maneuver that. Yeah. All right. And then the next little piece of news is Disney parks attendance in the U.S. is down. Really. Yeah. It was down from uh, 2015 to 2016. It went down.
0: As a when you say Disney parks, Walt Disney World or Disney
1: parks in the U.S. So. The, the ones that I read, and it was on a headline in Fortune magazine, and mm-hmm. the ones that I read was Magic Kingdom was down 0.5% in attendance, so, you know. Wow. But Disneyland was down 1.8% in really? California. Mm-hmm.
0: I wonder why.
1: Well, here's something else that they put in the article.
0: Okay.
1: Universal Park's attendance was up. Really? Like, 14%.
0: Guys, we need to, we need to step our game up. Like <laughs> Universal is growing, and we're and Disney's not.
1: Yeah, we got to figure that out. Well, Disney's growing, just not in attendance.
0: Yeah, and, well, we got to figure that out.
1: And the headline read: Did you notice that when you went to Magic Kingdom that that it was less crowded? And I'm like, no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it felt more crowded. It, it felt worse. Yeah. Wow, that's crazy. <laughs> yeah. Hmm.
0: <laughs> that is interesting news.
1: And it's funny because you were just asking a couple weeks ago about we. Yeah, we and just up. talked about park theme attendance. parks in the yeah. world. <laughs> wow. I'm
0: going to be pissed if Universal takes over. Will you be? I'm going to be upset. Because I'm going to be upset.
1: <laughs> well, if anything, maybe it would give Disney incentive to do more things. Yeah. And then perhaps we will notice a difference in crowd level I can a little help. bit. I can
0: for sure help with crowd attendance. I'll figure it out. Just somebody call me. I'll help. I promise.
1: <laughs>
0: I know people. I don't Who do people. you know? <laughs> <laughs> okay.
1: All right. And then the last little bit of news was Disney closed a loophole in their FastPass Plus system at Disney World. So, and I didn't know this. So this is all news to me. So, before they closed this loophole, you didn't actually have to enter the park with a particular ticket to use the FastPass link to it for the day. So, let's say you have. A family mm-hmm. and two family members aren't going to the park that day, but you reserve fast passes in their name. So now you have two additional fast pass tickets mm-hmm. that you could use, but you know they wouldn't be using them because they weren't in the park. Hmm. But now Disney recognized that people were doing that, and apparently they were, they were abusing it enough mm-hmm. to where Disney was like, okay, we need to change this. Yeah, yeah, definitely. So yeah they they change their terms and conditions and now if they find you doing that you're going to be locked out of my disney experience which is the app to make fast passes oh my god and then you have to go <laughs> to guest services where where to get, they're uh, to they're, get unlocked. they're going to investigate <laughs> to see what happened oh wow and I, apparently if they catch you you're not going to be able to make you're fast passes banned. anymore yeah
0: you would be banned from disney yeah i wonder if that would lead to like you get caught and then you have to make like a fake identity to get back into disney
1: like, just make a whole new account. Yeah, oh, that's true. Loophole. <laughs> that's another loophole. Just gonna make a new account. <laughs> yeah,
0: you're welcome, guys. <laughs>
1: <laughs> but speaking of fast passes, it kind of goes into what we're gonna talk about today.
0: Yes. So, uh, someone on Instagram uh, said that we should talk about uh, fast passes and talk about the uh, differences of paper fast passes versus uh, magic bands. So, that's gonna be the bulk of today's topic.
1: Yeah. And so, Richie, I don't think he went to Disney World enough when there were paper Fast Passes to recognize that there were paper Fast Passes in general. Yeah,
0: so fun fact, I actually didn't, like, my entire life of Disney never actually involved Fast Passes until (laughs) we started going to Disney together. Because when I went with my parents or, like, or it was on a field trip, we didn't have Fast Passes. It was just like, you went to Disney and you waited in line. No matter what the time was, you just went and you waited in line. Mm Mm-hmm. So I didn't even, yeah, so clearly I really didn't, I didn't even know like FastPass as a whole, like nevertheless FastPass paper versus technology.
1: Yeah. Well, so yeah, when FastPasses were first introduced, it was little pieces of paper. Mm -hmm. You could only get one FastPass at a time, which that was subsequently changed to get multiple FastPasses in a day, Mm -hmm. but they had to be two hours apart from each other. So back in the day, it was it was like that and it was primarily geared towards the busier attractions but they put fast passes for a lot of different attractions even like the slower ones Mm -hmm. which i was trying to make a comparison to insurance it's like they're banking that people are going to make fast passes for the slower attractions so they'll Mm. have enough for the busier attractions Mm -hmm. i don't know it didn't come full circle in my head so (laughs) i really can't finish that comparison yeah um but yeah i my Best memory with the paper fast passes was me and my brother were waiting at Hollywood Studios to go see the magic of Disney Animation and then go to the Animation Academy, which is now no longer it's no no longer an attraction. Um, but we were waiting in the queue, and all of a sudden they roped off us, maybe a group of thirty, and it was it was the year of a million dreams. So they were making dreams come true, and they gave us. A ticket that had fast passes for eight different attractions in Hollywood studios to use. Cool. You didn't have to wait for a certain time you could just go to all of them. Yeah. All right after So it was right like unlimited another.
0: fast passes basically what it felt like.
1: It, that's what it felt like. Yeah. It, it certainly wasn't unlimited yeah. of course but that's what it, felt like. it was it was so magical. Wow that's pretty cool. Yeah. Um, a it's little like winning th- the lotto. It was like winning the It's like the winning
0: the, Di- the Disney lottery. <laughs> I heard, and I was
1: thinking probably to myself, like, I never win anything. Yeah. This is great. <laughs> That's <funny. laughs> um, So, yeah. So, if you didn't happen to win the, the fast pass lotto, mm-hmm. um, to make paper, paper fast passes, you had to go to little kiosks in front of the ride okay. in order to get them. So typically, what would happen is maybe one or two members of your party would go to the physical ride mm-hmm. and put everybody's ticket in, and then fast paper fast passes would feed out of a kiosk. Um, so God, it seems like it archaic. was a lot of work. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Wow. It was always my brother that did it, so I didn't really like notice. Yeah. Um, but Matt. yeah, <laughs> <laughs> he's fine. He doesn't mind. Yeah. Park jogged, so it was okay. Um, yeah, so. Then, they introduced My Disney Experience, which involves something called Fast Pass Plus,
0: mm-hmm. which
1: is when they went to the Magic Band system.
0: Gotcha. Okay.
1: And so, it's pretty recent.
0: Yeah. It's crazy because, you know, when I heard about Magic Bands, I was like, oh, all the entirety of Disney would be, you know, have mm-hmm. a Magic Band because mm-hmm. it's Disney. But, so, I, so, in curiosity, I called Disneyland and I was like, hey... I have, you know, I have my magic band for Walt Disney World. Can I use it in Disneyland? They're like, no, we're still using paper fast passes, but have a magical day. And I was like, <laughs> and I was like what? Yeah, so apparently over in Disneyland, they're still using
1: Yeah, which we had a paper conversation passes. with someone on Instagram about how, because we'd never been to Disneyland, so we didn't know. Yeah. So they do still use the paper fast passes, yeah. which is pretty interesting. Because right. I feel like you always hear... A lot of cool new things cool new foods coming to Disneyland yeah. and kind of on the back burner in Disney World yeah so very very interesting
0: so what was your experience like maybe like from the actual switch over did, did, did you notice anything like really different or was there was there like an enlightenment or how was that for you
1: well the biggest difference for me was probably getting used to making reservations beforehand which you couldn't do before mm-hmm. so before, when you made fast passes, you, you just you go early to the park and you run around and you get the paper fast passes. Oh, okay. And now you can actually have the ability to make fast passes ahead of time.
0: So that's why you're not very good at making fast passes. Ahead I'm not. Because <laughs> I get really I, I get mad at her when we go and like you know because she would not like we started doing it more recently. But before, when we made her Disney trip, she would make the fast passes like when we got to the park. And then like the stuff wouldn't be available, and I'm like, what the hell? And then <laughs> so now we're getting better, but now I see why maybe you weren't that good to start off with.
1: Well, Ricardo, it wasn't a good
0: transition for you. Well,
1: honestly, I don't even know <laughs> at what point I got to that age where I'm using this app on my phone, and I'm just like, wait, I don't understand. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's like That's it's funny. like teaching my mom how to use iTunes. Like, I don't. what do I do? Where did it go? Yeah. Yeah.
0: So so ooh, that was a challenge as that well. Was a challenge. Okay.
1: Um, you know what was interesting though that I read. They, and it's interesting to point this out, they had to make two separate queues in lines for like a fast pass and then just a regular standby line. Okay. When was that? Well, that's the thing. So they had to integrate it. And so I read that the first attraction that was built specifically with making a fast pass queue Mm -hmm. was Mission Space in Epcot. Ooh, fact. Yeah. That's cool. And then, but it is interesting to, to think, well, they had to reroute and all stuff. All the lines.
0: They had to reroute all the lines in, in the other in the older
1: yeah. attractions. I remember, it's a small world, it's, the fast pass line was different than, I forget where it was before off the top of my head, uh-huh. but now they actually have you going through almost the exit way to get to the fast pass line. Wow,
0: okay. That's yeah. interesting.
1: Yeah, it is.
0: I wonder whose job that was, like to remap everything.
1: I don't know. Or like how many
0: people that took, or if it was like one, like if it was Joe, like yo, Joe, we need, <laughs> You're we need you. With this. yeah, <laughs> that's funny.
1: You want to hear the biggest loophole in paper fast pass system? What? You didn't have to if you didn't use your fast pass, you didn't have to throw them away.
0: They didn't have like dates on it.
1: They did, oh, but, but if you went to cover the date, like let's say with a finger uh-huh. and just show, they didn't really look wow. that hard. Interesting yeah
0: yeah which could throw off
1: everything yes which i <laughs> mean off the whole system now as an adult i feel a little bit guilty yeah. but occasionally we would test the system to see if it would work and it, and, worked. And it worked
0: messing up the system
1: i know <laughs> and now i feel bad because i know well it wasn't it wasn't as busy yeah. back then yeah. as it is now at the yeah, park so true. but still yeah
0: so so now we're in now we're in magic bands and fast passes yeah technology has taken over
1: And now everything's integrated into your magic band. And I heard that the reason why they wanted to do that was because they felt um, guests had too... (laughs) Guests had too many... um, too many things in their pockets. Mm-hmm. And you think about it too. If if the person who's running around to get the paper fast passes is carrying all the fast passes for the party and you have five people in a party and you can get three rides, that's fifteen paper pieces of paper that are flying, you know, in your pocket. Yeah. So it definitely makes it more simple because you don't have to worry about getting them out of your pocket. Oh, this one's for you, this one's for you, this one's for you. It's just all in your magic band. So that's pretty cool. Hmm.
0: That's pretty interesting. What I, I mean, I feel like it's also definitely there's so many pluses to going to the the magic band though, mm-hmm. like paper, obviously making sure the system is followed. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think it's gonna be leading up like to so many different things too, like in terms of just like the ability, like smart technology and and wearable technology.
1: Yeah,
0: I think that's gonna take a really big turn in like the next probably two to five years at Disney.
1: You know what's crazy like, about fast passes? They're free, whereas yes. at other theme parks they're not free. You have to pay for like
0: extra. Yeah, like Wet yeah. And Wild, you have to pay extra to get. Wet n
1: Wild doesn't exist anymore. Well, we the, just learned that.
0: I know, but like but when it did, you had to pay for like the express, like
1: yeah,
0: you know, going through or whatever. Yeah, whatever that's called.
1: <laughs>
0: I don't know what it's called at Wet n Wild, honestly.
1: Well, because I, I don't know. Well, when it did, exist, <laughs> Jesus. Just kidding. Sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry, I didn't mean to be a pest. No, it's okay. But you know what's what's a, another thing that I read at Disneyland. So they still have the paper fast passes, but apparently they're going to there's there's something called what is it Disney Max Pass, where they're integrating fast pass return times onto your smartphone. But it's wait, t- they're what? So I didn't see many details about it, but they're going to be introducing it later in this year.
0: Introducing what?
1: Disney Max Pass. So. What the bulk of the, the the system is going to be that you get a return time for Fastpass to a ride on your smartphone. I don't know how you do it. I don't know the details mm-hmm. behind getting it, except the fact that it costs ten dollars. They're oh. gonna charge ten dollars to do that. Yeah, it's very weird. <laughs> <laughs> it blows my mind actually that they're actually charging.
0: Oh, you think that should be something that should. Oh, be for I don't food?
1: know because I don't know how what sets it apart from just a regular fast pass but i
0: mean disney and most companies nowadays like if they find a way to save you time Mm -hmm. they're gonna charge you for that like if it's if it's just pure like you saving time they might find a way to like charge you for that i think so i can see why you know i mean disney's a business at the end of the day too i mean it's magical but it's it's like (laughs) but you know it's still a business and you know especially if they have to start accounting for things like you know 0. 0.5 like less people that could be like a billion dollars you know like at some point that's so
1: true.
0: i guess you know they have to do certain things to try to recoup that um but well maybe it's like maybe it's gonna be a time saver it's interesting that people. you point
1: that out though because magic bands save people tons of time yeah but they're not charging for it it's a part of everything but
0: i feel like that's too big of like a systematic change to charge for yeah. Versus like this is like a this is like a super like convenient thing that's you know not like part of a big systematic change, which eventually what would happen is they're probably charging to see like so they can do it on a small scale, mm-hmm. and then if it decides to maybe get real big and be something that goes to like the masses, then it'll probably be free at that point.
1: But you know what's crazy? So look at all you do with your your Magic Band, you. You get into the park with it, mm-hmm. and now they don't even have like traditional turnstiles anymore. You mm-hmm. have just the little pod, Mickey head thing. Yeah, you
0: put your fingerprint.
1: And you put your fingerprint. Which I want to know
0: how accurate that fingerprint thing is. Oh,
1: it's super accurate. One time they got my mom's and my dad's switched. And, and they uh, knew. Uh, yeah.
0: <laughs> whoa, 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 who's this? <laughs> yeah. Who's that person?
1: <laughs> George! That's funny. <laughs> um, so you get into the park with it. Mm-hmm. Let's say you go get a coffee. You can pay with it because mm-hmm. it can be linked to your your card, your credit card. Mm-hmm you get into a fast pass line you use it mm-hmm. and then you're leaving the, the ride and you have all the the on ride photos you put your magic band to it and then it downloads yeah. right into your yeah. your your app
0: and here what's going to bl- like blow my mind at some point and I'm just glad that we're you know experiencing this at the beginning of it it's just the beginning of it you know like this is like like they just started that like that type of thing and like with the amount of money that Disney has the ability to put back into, you know, research, development of programs, your magic band is going to be everything at some point. And, and, there's, a lot a, of there actually, and there's a possibility. I mean, it's tough because I think the magic band is a, is a source of revenue for them, you know, just the actual buying of the physical product. Mm-hmm. But it could turn into like it being connected to your watch, like the Apple watch and everything like that. But let's just say that it stays within the, you know, magic band, you know, technology that could be, for example, all right. So when we went to dinner or uh, lunch at the place in Disney Springs, Mm -hmm. what was it called? The Polite Pig. Yes. So this place had a technology where on the table, there was on the, on the underside of the table, there was RFID readers, um, that had a a reader in every every seat at that table. Whereas the... And then you got like a buzzer when you when you got when you ordered your food you got a buzzer the buzzer went on the table and then that buzzer then connected the RFID pads yeah. at the bottom read that buzzer to let the waitress know exactly where that food needed to be delivered, right? So it didn't what's, even buzz anymore like it's yeah even didn't even buzz, buzz. they just showed up with your food they knew exactly where you were so when what I think is gonna happen is at Disney resorts which I I heard a rumor that they're already doing this I don't know if, I don't know which places is it happening at. But at every resort, I'm confident, every resort that you go to to eat, it's gonna be a table that's gonna have RFID readers on the bottom that's gonna be able to connect to your magic band. So when you order at the beginning or wherever you order at a computer and scan your magic band, when you go to sit down, your order's gonna know exactly using your magic band and where you're sitting, exactly where that order is gonna go.
1: I think that technology already exists too.
0: Yeah, but I'm saying it's gonna be linked to the magic band.
1: Oh, I see what you mean. I see. Because it is. It is.
0: It. Yeah, exactly. Because the technology obviously is there. We just experienced it. But it's going to be like in Disney. (laughs) Like, it's going to be in Disney using the Magic Band instead of a buzzer. Mm -hmm. It's all going to be incorporated. Like that Magic Band is going to be so powerful.
1: And you don't have to be handed this piece of plastic that has a sensor in it. Exactly. Because you already
0: have the Magic Band. Mm -hmm. That's crazy.
1: Now something that. That I was worried about, and I didn't worry about it until after I threw away one of my magic bands because I ended up with two somehow. Mm. Is like all that information that's on that magic band. Mm-hmm. How is it stored? What happens if there's no ticket linked oh, to God. it? I
0: didn't even know that. I didn't even think about that.
1: <laughs> you know, you you figure now you can't even throw away like a Q code with personal information on it without like kind of trying to black it out or yeah, cut it up that's in any true. way
0: huh anything about it. don't throw away your magic bands it has your stuff on it
1: yeah <laughs> <laughs> Potentially. credit card
0: yeah it might have your credit card info i really don't know how that works yeah. it's, we got to find that out it's crazy
1: no but I, I i yeah i haven't researched it yet but it's it's kind of a scary thought
0: yeah so i don't know when they did this but we like the magic bands that we have i think it was like the first gen magic bands mm-hmm. They're different now. They're like more sleek now. Mm-hmm. They're a little bit thinner. A little bit wider, like in terms of like the width on your wrist, but they're thinner, like have a low profile. Yeah. So I wonder what that's going to be like. You know, like the, what's the third and the fourth generation Magic Band's going to be like?
1: Something Like it cool. might be like
0: a little tiny bracelet.
1: Something cool about the, the generation that's that's there now mm-hmm. is the center round part, you can actually pop out and you can put it on a keychain so you don't have to wear it around your wrist anymore if it's not comfortable. What? Yeah. The ones now? huh. I didn't see that. That's yeah. pretty cool. That's because we have the old school ones. Yeah. <laughs> old w- school. It's like wonder, two years old. I
0: wonder if it'll be like as like, you know, valuable as like what the iPhone one is valuable now.
1: How much is the iPhone one valued at? I don't at? know.
0: But if you get like a fully functioning one right now, it'll probably be really cool. And like worth more than like what the phone actually costed. Costed. Cost.
1: <laughs> is it like like the big brick cell phones? No,
0: the first iPhone.
1: No, no, I know. Oh. But <laughs> Does anybody really find value in a big brick cell it's phone? It's like nostalgia. Like,
0: but that's it. That's it.
1: Okay. Oh, yeah, maybe.
0: Like it'd be like a, you know, like a, like a bracelet. It would be functional, but it'd be like a decorative bracelet.
1: Speaking of Apple, it, if, if it ever got to that point where an Apple watch or any smartwatch was linked to your magic band... And you could do everything with a Magic Band, just with your smartwatch. I would consider, I would consider getting yeah. one. So only then, though.
0: So which, which is crazy because now there's actually an app on the smart, on your watch that you can look up, and we've done this that you can look up like the wait times of of all the attractions, which I think is really cool. Yeah. And I, I just think, I mean, it's I, I wonder who's making this decision, but. You know, Disney would lose out on the profit of, you know, the product of the Magic Band and buying them and and like, you know, customizing them and doing all Mm -hmm. that stuff. So I'm not sure if they'll ever like go over to, you know, the like let you be able to do all this with the with the Apple Watch. I don't know. It would be cool and convenient, but I'm just not sure if it'd be like a good like decision by Disney to do that. Because then you take away from you take away from all the customization and, you know, all the other accessories and stuff that go along with the magic band.
1: Yeah. I mean I still feel like people would want to do all that. Somebody who's going to customize a magic band is still going to want to have a magic band mm-hmm. even if the technology is available on a smartwatch.
0: Yeah. Plus most people, I mean for for the most part, too like the smartwatch isn't on every single person's hand. So then that that yeah. would mean like you'd have to have a prerequisite to like by having the watch to have that access. So
1: Well, I mean it's I just because do away with some it. people don't understand why I need to charge my watch at the end of the night like I need yeah. to charge my phone.
0: Yeah. No, that's why I think that the magic band will probably be around for a really long time.
1: Yeah. It would be cool though to see it have like a a thinner band. Because mm-hmm. I got to say, when it's hot outside, my I mean, I sweat on my arms. Yeah. And it just, <laughs> it gets really kind of sticky and, yeah. and hot because it's just solid rubber yeah. <laughs> up against your skin. So it would be nice to have maybe like a nice thin, maybe an Alex and Annie version. That'd be pretty cool. Which are the little charm bracelets. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. That would be cool. That would be cool. Yeah. Yeah, i write them. <laughs> I'm
0: going to write you a letter.
1: I'm going to write you a letter. So what else? Um, that's really all I got about fast passes and yeah. magic bands.
0: Cool. I learned a lot. Yeah? I This was like, you know, we went through a whole history of it. And then the future <laughs> of history. it. Like current. Like it was good. I thought that was cool. It was good stuff.
1: Okay, cool. All was right. It, What's that? Was there something else you had written down on your little piece of oh, paper? Oh yeah, that's right.
0: <laughs> I almost <laughs> forgot. Okay. So... I learned some fun stuff about Disney, and so we, I don't know how this came up, but we were listening to, we heard that a Disney character could call you on your birthday, um, you know, if you can set, you can set up like a service or whatever, so apparently they're not doing it anymore, but you used to be able to do it for a fee, it was like $2 and something that you can have a character call you on any day for your birthday and wish you happy birthday, which I thought, I was like, oh my god, that's awesome, but... They stopped, they don't do that anymore. But at Walt Disney World, what you can do is if you're staying at a resort, at check in, you can request um, Goofy to call someone on their birthday. So Goofy's the character that handles all the guest relations at, uh, like, he's a representative that handles guest relations at the Walt Disney World Resort. So if you're staying at a resort and someone's birthday and they would like to be said happy birthday by Goofy, you can set that up. Also, in Walt Disney Land, or sorry, in Disneyland, you can set up a, you can write characters. So there's there's an address that you can write to a character and then they can write you back. Like if you say it's your birthday, then they might write you back, a character write you back saying, happy birthday. That address is 1313 South Harbor Boulevard in Anaheim, California, 92802. So... If you're writing this down, it's 131, no, no, yeah, 13, all right, let's start over. If you're writing this down, (laughs) it's 1313 South Harbor Boulevard, Anaheim, California, 92802. That's the Disneyland Resort. You can write to them a character and then they will write you back.
1: It's pretty cool. Which
0: I thought was pretty cool.
1: I mean, it's maybe when Mackenzie, our niece, when she's a little bit older, we should definitely have her write, yeah, for her birthday, she'll be blown away That'd when they reply. Cool. She'd easily
0: be like a Disney-like lover, like for sure. Oh, she already is. Yeah,
1: her favorite thing was a bubble wand that we got her in the in a shape oh of Mickey. Oh my God,
0: the bubble maker! The bubble makers are like the best thing for kids, but like the worst for all adults around. <laughs> like after a minute two.
1: <laughs> well, when you try to take them away, yeah, because the you have to get on a ride. Yeah. That's the worst. Yeah. yeah. That's wow. Like,
0: that's all I got. That's all you got that's all i got awesome well don't forget subscribe if you're listening on itunes please subscribe give us a rating let us know how how you feel about it or if you're watching on youtube also subscribe give us a like let us know what you think about it
1: thank you everyone for listening for watching we hope you have a super magical day wherever you are